On today's Into Your Head number 654 for Saturday, life as a dog prostitute, bread made from bones, analysing your own brain, an artificial hernia, using the outside of your throat, elephants versus optimism, friendly sports, how to stare at a cow's tongue, oh no, how to store a cow's tongue, uh, edit that, note to self, uh, fix that in editing, or just leave it in, uh, no, leave it in, leave it in, it isn't frigging... Uh, this isn't the freaking BBC, it doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, also, doing business with Neanderthal man, identifying different things that are the same, and lots more. You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil, Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude, and has cats. Once upon a time, there was an elephant. An elephant. A uh, fant of the elephantness. Uh, elephant Africus, uh, fant of the elephant nickels, an elephanicular uh, animal, a creature of elephantile proportions, a uh, creature, well, a an elephant, that's what we're talking about. If you take uh, the elephant man and try to make an animal version of him, that's what you've got, an elephant. Uh, not a man elephant now, don't get confused, I'm not trying to say it's uh, the opposite of the elephant man, I'm saying it's an animal modelled on the, uh, the animal-like uh, characteristics of the elephant man, but not his modular uh, although he probably he's probably male, so he has that going for him. Uh, but no, no, uh, basically an elephant is what we're talking about. There was an elephant once. Uh, in fact, there's always an elephant. There's never not being elephants, unless you want to go back, uh, way back in time. Uh, well, you can't be going back way back in time for everything. There's the uh, the statute of limitations with these things. You could uh, you could always say, oh, there was never not elephants, but and you can butt in and say, oh no, there was. A time eight billion thousand million years ago when there was no elephants for a couple of minutes uh, no no statute of limitations should apply to stuff like this or else you can get carried away uh, for the that end you could be saying oh there's going to come a time when there's no war uh, well, someone will put in and say uh, yeah but John Lennon that'll be 853 million years into the future after the sun has died out and we're all dead uh, no you can't be living like that you have to be optimistic about these things and I'm optimistic about the idea that there was always elephants now I know what you're thinking there you're thinking optimistic optimism applies for stuff into the future well that depends on what way you're going through time you might be going backwards through time who am I to say who am I to dictate to you what direction you can go through time Uh, no no this is a free world it's free it doesn't cost anyone anything we came along here and it was just there we were born into it uh, born into it like a uh, like a man is born into the uh, oh born into the popular religion for example uh, you're born one day and the next thing you know you're shoving a coin shaped piece of white bread down your throat and someone's shouting at you saying you're not supposed to chew it you're supposed to just let it melt on your tongue it's not like normal bread normal bread you chew it you put a bit of butter on it and you chew it uh, but for those of you who have never been to mass you may not have ever had this experience experience uh, the bread that you get at mass you're supposed to put it on your tongue 
and just let it melt like a freaking mint. And you pray while you're doing it and you think, oh, I'm swallowing Jesus Christ uh, down into my head. Well, you're not allowed to think vulgar thoughts about it. You're supposed to think, oh, isn't this fantastic? I'm accepting Jesus Christ into my uh, person. And it's his true body and blood. It's the real thing, you're told. They tell you, oh, uh, that's blood. That white stuff there, that's white blood cells. And the other white stuff, that's his skeletal remains. And the other stuff, uh, well, we just died at all so it's all white absolutely fucking fantastic and then it goes down your throat it gets stuck on the roof of your mouth sometimes uh, you're not allowed to think vulgar thoughts about that either uh, anyway on with the show We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. <coughs> We've got topics coming out of... Uh, topics coming out of this uh, this brain, this brain uh, from which I speak. I, I'm coming to you today live from my brain. Uh, my, oh, my uh, something cortex, whoever cortex makes this stuff. I don't know. I don't know much about the brain because uh, whenever I try to think about the brain, I find I have to use my brain so I can't analyze it uh, myself because I'm not free. I have to free. I'd have to free up my brain to analyze it. And in order to do that, I'd have to stop thinking uh, which would defeat the purpose wherever that may be uh, anyway as i say we've a lot to get on with today items that need to be attended to issues that need to be addressed topics oh, oh topics we've got topics coming out of uh, topics coming out of uh, this brain uh, this brain here did I say that already I think I did I don't know uh, my brain's a bit busy at the moment trying to analyse itself uh, it's doing a oh, I'm doing a, a virtual uh, the equivalent of a, an organic version of a virus scan I'm scanning for viruses I think I am getting a virus as it happens I've got a sore throat uh, on the inside it's fine on the outside I can tap away on the outside of my neck here and it doesn't hurt at all so it's only sore on the inside uh, if I was to shove something down my throat now that would hurt uh, but no no I could slide food down the outside of my throat and it would be fine it just wouldn't nu nutritionize me very much uh, so we'll just have to carry on uh, grin uh, grin and bear it is that what they call it they say grinning and bear and go to grin grin my head off like a Cheshire cat and bear it like a frigging Oh, like a bear, I suppose. No, it's not like a bear at all. Uh, those of us who know a bit about the English language know that bear and bear are two different kettles of fish, uh, two entirely different ball games, two entirely different, ah, uh, two entirely different, uh, whatever you call it. I don't want to call them both whatever you call it. Because if I say two entirely different things, you're going to straight away jump in and say, well, they're both things. So they have at least got one thing in common, the fact that they're things. And I'll reply, I'll say, and oh, they're two completely different ball games. And you'll say, well, they're definitely both ball games then, which that's another thing they have in common. So they're both things and they're both ball games. And I'll say, no, but they're entirely opposite concepts. And you'll say, oh, so they're both concepts as well. That's three things in common. I begin to think the two things you're talking about are identical in every way uh, you can't win with these
these conversations. That's why this is a monologue. There's all conversation going on in this podcast. Never has been, never will be. We're not going to have a guest in here. Although I do have an extra chair in here now. I can tell you I won't be putting any guests in the hood or any the cash who'll just be purring. I don't have a microphone set up over there. There's a good reason for that. This is a monogular, a monogular entertainment. It's not a, there's no dialogue going on here, I can tell you. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Two dogs walk into a bar. One of the dogs straight away goes up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, uh, Yes, you can have a pint of my finest Guinness, please. And the dog says, uh, Thank you. And the man behind the bar just sits and stares at him. And the dog behind the bar, uh, well, behind from his point of view, but in front of the bar from our point of view, because uh, that's where we're watching. We're watching this scene from... Ah, you get the idea. Anyway, the dog says, well, are you going to start preparing it? And by the way, how are you sitting behind the bar? Have you got a very high stool or something? And the man behind the bar says, yes, I have a very high stool. And the dog says, that's great, good for you. Isn't it well for some? I'm standing here because there don't seem to be any stools here. And the man behind the bar says, that's because you're on the wrong side of the bar. You should be over here with me. Uh, you get paid to be over here, you know. The dog says, oh, that's great. Uh, can I have a job, so? And the man behind the bar says, no, you can't have a job. You're a dog. We don't give jobs to dogs here. And we certainly don't start employing people just because they come in and want and uh, so decide they'd like to sit down uh, no no doesn't work like the job market does not work like that certainly not in 2013 and it never did even in boom times it never worked like that although you probably don't even remember the last boom you're a dog you're probably about six years old uh, that's fucking depressing you you never live to see the celtic tiger economy and you probably won't live to see the next celtic tiger economy if there ever is one again if any of us ever have any success in this world ever again you probably won't get to live to see it because you're a dog in dog years uh, you're about 94 and the dog says I could be in here to cheer myself up and have a bit of a pint of Guinness and be cheered up not to be told I'm going to die soon give me a fucking break and the man behind the bar says I never said you were going to die soon I just pointed out that you're 94 uh, in the equivalency dog years calculations uh, who's to say you won't live to be 300 uh, not me I wouldn't say anything of the sort and the dog says fair enough uh, can I have a pat on the head please and the man behind the bar says certainly sir uh, that lady down the end of the bar will do that for you uh, just try and be discreet and the dog goes down to the end of the bar and looks at the woman at the end of the bar and says hello are you some sort of a dog petting prostitute and the dog petting prostitute says yes uh, but can you be a little more discreet uh, whatever that means I don't know what that means because I'm not very well educated if I was educated enough to know what the word discreet means I wouldn't be a fucking dog petting prostitute in a bar and the dog says okay calm the fuck down take a chill pill this isn't family guy I'm just a dog here looking to have a bit of an innocent pet on the head 
and the uh, prostitute says, oh, okay, I'll give you an innocent little peck on the head. Here's a little kitten. I'll put this on your head. And the dog says, thank you very much. And the kitten scrapes his eyes out. And they all die. And everybody lives happily ever, ever after. Everybody who's left, anyway. Anyway, well, after a period of mourning, of course. Oh, I forgot I was supposed to be talking about the elephant. I did, after all, begin this show by saying once upon a time there was an elephant. Uh, but you got a bit distracted with the whole uh, bread thing. The whole bread thing. Uh, bread has always uh, been a problem. It's always distracted me. I can't go down my own stairs without coming across a bread bin just inside the kitchen door. Uh, not a bread bin that you dump old bread into no no bread storage receptacle uh with a oh with a, a slide up door you open it up and there's all sorts of oh there's all sorts of wonderful things inside it uh, mostly bread admittedly uh, but bread is one of the finest uh, oh, one of the finest substances known to man uh, was what it was invented uh, back uh, many years ago. Uh, some fellow was sitting in his field uh, looking at a field of corn that he'd spent the last six months growing and thinking, that's all very well, but this is just stuff. It's, one, it's a great miraculous thing to be able to magically uh, make stuff grow in uh, over a half a square mile, but now what am I going to do with it? Uh, so he did a bit of experimentation. He uh, ground it up, uh, mixed it up with some water, and then put it in some sort of a furnace, a makeshift furnace, because furnace hadn't furnaces hadn't been invented yet. So he got some rocks and he shoved the bread inside. It's probably wrapped it in uh, some sort of natural version of tin foil and allowed it to cook, and then he cut it open, uh, put some butter on it that he got from a cow. Uh, butter, that's another thing they had to invent. Butter didn't just turn up one day, you know. I don't know, someone had to, someone had to experiment. Uh, the first person who ever created butter uh, had to first uh, basically uh, squeeze a thing on the underside of a cow just to see would any white stuff come out. And when it came out, then he had to think, oh, uh, this is all very well, but how do I make it spreadable in a non-liquid form? And then he started churning it. And he said, oh, here we go. Now we're motoring. Uh, now you're talking. We've got yellow stuff that you can spread on that other stuff that I grew in the fields. Uh, absolutely fucking fantastic. That's it. Isn't agriculture absolutely fucking fantastic? It's one of the five. I'm looking out now my out my window now. I can see a field over there. It's got brown stuff. Uh, brown. It's either burnt or it's rotting. I don't know. It's the middle of winter. So I doubt they're growing anything very much. It's either being dug up and churned over or else it's rotting hay or else it's uh, just soil. I don't know. Oh, can't really see it very well from here. Uh, but I thought they'd do something over there because they used to have the ploughing championships. They'd come along and they'd say, Hello, we're having the ploughing championships here. Shut your face about the traffic because it's going to bring millions to this economy in this town. And then we're going to have the television. They had the Ireland AM off the television down and they interviewed people. They said, Hello, we're coming to you live from the ploughing championships. Uh, here's a man selling coats. Uh, uh, it's nothing to do with ploughing. Well, it's more of a trade show than a 
ploughing competition. The ploughing competition is just the excuse for the trade show. Uh, where am I going with? Oh yes, the elephant. Once upon a time there was an elephant and there was another elephant as well and another elephant on top of that uh, or beside it and another. Can elephants sit down, I wonder? Because horses can't sit down. Can elephants sit down? Uh, why would they want to? Why would you want to sit down when you're so solid you can... You can just basically rest on your own legs. Your legs are like chairs. It's like sitting across four chairs. I wonder is that comfortable? Could you sit across four little chairs and be as comfortable as if you're sitting on a... Maybe you would, because you can sit on a hammock. The middle of you is hanging down like a hernia. A hammock is basically an artificial hernia, if you think about it. Your arse hangs down in the middle of it and sticks out for twos underneath you. Basically, you're having a mock-up hernia... So if I ever have a hernia again, I can tell you I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to think, oh, look, I have a natural, I'm a natural hammock now. I'm trying to figure out how to make the best of this, because uh, you have to make the best of a bad lot. So it's all about optimism. It's all about the optimism. Uh, no more. Let's have a song. <laughs> Oh, optimism, optimism, something, something. Optimism, optimism. This isn't going anywhere. In fact, it is. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, bollocks. Uh, well, that's optimism out the window for you. You can't even make a de half decent song out of it. Uh, no, fuck you, optimism with your crap. You're a con man. Optimism is like the con man of the thinking world. It grabs it, gets its knuckles around your throat, and says, Oh, look, I'm just going to tickle your throat, and it'll make you laugh. It'll be nice and fun because laughing is good. Uh, but no, then you realize being tickled isn't fun at all. It's a hard, awful feeling. It's like uh, having nails dragged down a blackboard absolutely fucking ridiculous uh, no no uh, fuck up to well, optimism go fuck yourself i'd rather live in the real world real things uh, not some fucking elephant that doesn't even exist there's still more to come on into your head support the podcastual arts at no cost to you just click through the amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit IntoYourHead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email Neil at studio at IntoYourHead.com You are listening to Into Your Head, a listener-supported podcast. Please visit IntoYourHead.com slash tip jar two neanderthals walk into a bar one of the neanderthals goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello uh, can i have a bag of your finest monkey nuts please and the man behind the bar says uh, certainly sir uh, here's a bag of uh, monkey nuts named after your great-grandfather as it happens your great-grandfather was a monkey uh, you haven't you've progressed some quite some bit over two generations i can tell you i have to hand it to you well done my grand i hold my 
my ha helped you in you probably don't know what a hat is because you're not that advanced yet you've still got a way to go before you'll be managing a bar but still well done remarkable achievement is never evolution great it's one of the finest things since sliced bread uh, was probably in fact i suspect it was happening before sliced bread if it was happening at all although the religious zealots would have you believe that sliced bread uh, isn't really sliced bread that's made in that shape in disc shapes that's they're not slices are those disc shaped pieces of bread to give out in mass are those uh, slices or are they made individually like that in some sort of a mold or are they just rolled out like that and placed on the tray like making some sort of croissant i don't know probably doesn't matter that much certainly doesn't matter to you the neanderthal who's come in here to order monkey nuts i'm sorry i'm rambling a bit anyway here's your monkey nuts uh, that'll be uh, three euros and 79 cents please and the neanderthal says uh, i don't know what that means and the man behind the bar says oh i'm afraid we have a problem then uh do you do barter you probably do uh give us uh give us two legs of a fresh goat and that'll we call it quits and the Neanderthal says, I may be a Neanderthal, but I'm not a moron. I'm not falling for that. Uh, this bag of monkey nuts is not worth two, uh, half of the total limbs of a goat that I spent the day hunting down and killing. Give me a fucking break. I'll give you I'll give you one of the goat's toes and a bit of the tongue. Uh, even though the tongue is worth a lot more than the... Uh, a lot more than the frigging uh, thing I'm trading it for. Uh, it's just that I've no use for it, so I'll give it to you. A lot of people like tongue. I remember when I was a child, we used to have tongue for uh, for dinner a lot. It was a bit like ham, except it was tongue. And it was called tongue. Uh, tungular. Oh, it's a tungular orifice. Well, it's not an orifice, although is it? If you pull out the tongue out of an animal and you look at the back of it, is there an opening in the back of the tongue where you can look in? I wouldn't say it's completely hollow. I'm sure there might be a bit of an opening at the back uh, between all the muscular things that hold it on. I don't know. I've never looked closely at a tongue. I've got one right here in front of my eyes, but I can't see it because I'd have to look through my face. I'd have to look through the top of my mouth and through the back of my nose. I'd hurt my eyes looking down that much as well. Uh, I don't know if I ever need to look at my tongue, I suppose. I could look in a mirror or use some sort of camera technology or go to a freaking medical professional who can do it. Uh, anyway, I forget who's talking now. Is it the man behind the bar or the Neanderthal? I think it's the man behind the bar. Uh, so let's see it is. And the Neanderthal says, uh, thank you very much. Uh, can, and here's keep the change. And the man behind the bar says, what change? And the Neanderthal says, I just told you, the tongue is a lot more valuable than these monkey nuts. So you're getting a lot of extra out of it. So you can keep that change. And the man behind the bar says, oh, I see. Uh, just excuse me a moment. I'll just find a freezer to put this into. Uh, or maybe one of these beverages, fridges. Could I put a bit of meat in the beverage fridge? I don't know. Are they powerful enough to store meat safely? You probably wouldn't know being a Neanderthal, would you? And the Neanderthal says, okay, that's enough. And the man behind the bar says, fair enough, off with you. And the Neanderthal says, uh, off with my what? And the man behind the bar says, no, off with you, and not off with your. And the Neanderthal says, uh, what does that mean? And the man behind the bar says, it's just an expression. And the Neanderthal says, obviously, but 
what is this expressing? And the man behind the bar says, how would you ever fuck off? And then the Angela says, fear enough. Oh, not fear enough, but still, uh, I know when uh, I know when to stop. I know when I've, ah, you know, uh, stuff. Uh, stuff and things and stuff and uh, yokes oh, and stuff. Uh, I'm going to interject here because I've noticed that the second half of today's show is very uh, two uh, two creatures walk into a bar story heavy. Uh, we've just finished one and there's another one about to start. Uh, so this is a, uh, they consider this a break from bar stories. This is an intermission uh, in which we make no mention of creatures walking into bars or out of bars or eating bars or whatever hell else they do. Uh, this is a break. Uh, this is a no man's land between two bar stories uh, what will we do we have some musical entertainment we might as well the show two dogs walk out of a bar uh, one of the dogs uh, straight away goes up to the bus stop and says hello can i have a pint of your finest uh, bus schedule please and the uh, bus stop says uh, certainly a uh, young dog uh, just rotate the thing that's on my neck here you'll find is a printed bus schedule there you can look up when the bus is and the dog says thank you very much but surely if it's a bus uh, it always is it's in existence for its whole life it doesn't come in and out of existence uh, why would it need a schedule and the bus said yeah, yes the bus uh, stop says you're new at this aren't you the dog says yes I wasn't even trying to leave the bar I just got here I meant to go in through the doors uh, turns out there's some sort of revolving doors and it ended up out here on the street again uh, maybe I should have another go at and not give up so easily and the bus says uh, bus stop says yes I think you should uh, the bus the bus stop of course is being selfish because it knows if the dog stays there any longer it's going to cock its leg against it and there's nothing it's going to be able to do about it being an inanimate object uh, so the dog goes back into the bar and goes up to the bar counter and says hello can I have a pint of your finest bus schedules please and the man behind the bar says I I think you'll find uh, there's one out on the bus stop hanging up on the rounding on the bus stop pole. And the dog says, oh, thank you very much. And goes out to the street again and has a look at the bus stop. Uh, which sure enough has a has a bus schedule her timetable as us none for why am i talking in foreign we don't call them schedules here we call them timetables i'm always kowtowing to the foreign listener just because most of you are foreign i'm trying to use this foreign language and uh, no, we call it a fucking bus timetable that's what we call it is a bus timetable uh, up on the cylindrical plastic thing that's uh, attached around the pole that holds a, it's the only reason the cylindrical plastic 
plastic thing is there is because uh, the pole itself isn't wide enough to handle a whole page of bus timetabling. So they put a wider thing on it so you can uh, turn around and around and around so you don't have to go out onto the road to look at the back of it. Am I describing this well? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Uh, have a, do a Google image search for uh, Dublin bus stop uh, if you're... Uh, if you're interested about that sort of thing, look for the one with no shelter on it and you'll find there's a thing around the pole though. And never mind. Anyway, the dog has a look at the bus timetable and sees that the next bus is due in 45 minutes. So he thinks, oh, maybe I should go back in and have a pint. So he goes back in and says to the barman, hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? <coughs> And the man behind the bar says, uh, excuse you. And the dog says, uh, what do you mean? And the man behind the bar says, he just belched into my face. And the dog says, no, that was the narrator. That wasn't me. He was just belching while he was telling the story. And the man behind the bar says, oh, fair enough. I suppose nothing much you can do about that. And my fella farts sometimes while he's uh, telling, while he's telling my stories. Anyway, point of Guinness, was it? The dog says, yes, a pint of your finest Guinness, please. And the man behind the bar says, certainly, young dog. Uh, have you got any identification? And the dog says, uh, well, I've got a chip uh, in my uh, ear here, wherever they put it. I've got, a, I've got an ID chip. I don't know how you're going to read it, though. Do you have any equipment to read it with? And the man behind the bar says, I was thinking more of some sort of a travel ID or national ID card or a birth certificate or passport or something along those lines. The dog says, no, I'm a dog. Uh, they don't issue those sorts of things to dog uh, with the possible exception of a passport there's a pet passport scheme in Europe for dogs and cats who are being brought abroad uh, but that's really just to show that they've had their injections uh, so they can travel freely from country to country with their owner that's not really anything to do with verifying your age for the purposes of purchasing alcohol and uh, the man behind the bar says fair enough I'll give you a pint of coke so and the dog says I can't drink fizzy drinks and the man behind the bar says that's okay i've got i've got just enough to fill the point in this bottle here so i'll uh, i'll un i'll shake it around a bit and it'll unfizz it and then i'll give you a flat coke is that okay the dog says i suppose it'll have to do it'll have to do nothing much i can do about it uh, you have me you have me by the short and curlies here. I can't really argue with you. And the man behind the bar says, Oh, feel free to argue with me if you want. Just do it in a polite and friendly way. I'm happy to debate anything with anybody as long as they're polite and civil and non-hostile. It's fine. This is a free country and I respect opinions. I may not. I reserve the right to disagree with them, but I was happy to listen to you. And the dog says, Oh, uh, I wasn't expecting that. I'm not really in the mood for it though, so just give us the pint of coke, please. And the man behind the bar says, certainly, young dog. And the dog says, how much will that be? And the man says, uh, well, by the time it's ready, it'll be uh, for about, uh, say, around two euros and 20 cents. Well, you can pay up front now if you want. And the man, the dog says, no, I'll wait and see how much it is when it comes out. And the man says, fair enough. And the dog says, yes, fair enough indeed. And a great night is had by all. Good morning. Into Your Head comes out Wednesdays and Saturdays. Need more? Subscribe to the free reruns and extras feed and shut your stupid ugly face.
See intoyourhead.com slash archive for details.